Welcome to What's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to do another update in the Chad Daybell case. The two Melanies have spoken out, plus I'm going to give you an update on Colby Ryan's GoFundMe. But first, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button and hit that notification bell to all. Please like this video if you support it, and please share this where you can. Now, let's get into it. First, let's talk about Colby Ryan's GoFundMe. I brought it up in my last video and the outpouring love and support from all of you absolutely fills my heart. I spoke with Colby's mother-in-law, Carrie, and she said that they are overwhelmed with gratitude at all the donations. As soon as the video went up, the GoFundMe account had skyrocketed from just over $3,000 to almost $11,000. And as of this morning, I saw it at $12,554 at the time of this recording. So I just want to say thank you so much for those of you who have contributed and also to those who have given so much love and support in the comments below for Colby and his family. There is good in this world. There is love in this world, even in the most horrific times. Now, in the past few days, there has been statements made by Melanie Pulowski and Melanie Gibb and their news statements. And Melanie Pulowski made a statement on Facebook and Melanie Gibb made one on Avow, which is an acronym for another voice of warning. It's one of those prepper websites. So in this video, I'm going to do a little deep dive into Melanie Pulowski and I'll do another video on Melanie Gibbs statement. So let's start with Melanie Pulowski, also known as Melanie Boudreaux, Lori's niece. And in one of my previous videos, I did read out that statement that she made along with Ian, her husband, Lori's sister, Summer Shiflet, and Lori's mom, Janice Cox. This was just after Tylee and JJ were found. Their statement, in my opinion, was very lawyer-like in its wording. So I'll try and link that below so that you can take a look at it. But now Melanie has taken to social media and let's see what she has to say. She says, I don't have words for the horrific details our family was informed of last week. It is unfathomable and it doesn't feel like real life. We've been trying to process all of this while in absolute shock as we never could have seen this as the outcome and still have so many questions. While I feel so many emotions as I scroll looking at pictures of my cousins, I am grateful for so many who have prayed, hoped, and believed with our family. Thank you for the messages of comfort and love, which overcome all the more negativity that is going around. Thank you to those who have honored JJ and Tylee with kindness. My cousins are beautiful souls who both radiate love towards others and whom had a zealous passion for life. She goes on to say, I know Tylee and JJ know how I feel already, but I want to share for so many who didn't have the blessing of being able to be a part of their lives, and especially in gratitude for those who have expressed heartfelt empathy and who have chosen to love our family without judgment and to lift us up through this. So up until this point, the statement was very kind and out of love until this next part. And that's where we're going to dive a little bit into it. She says, Tylee was one of the wittiest, spunkiest individuals I've ever had in my life. She didn't let what people thought get to her. If you knew Tylee, she would probably be giving the biggest eye roll at all the drama unfolding in the media. 
to anyone using this terrible situation to express their hate and blame on others, she would probably tell you off because she was the sassiest thing ever and wasn't afraid to say how she felt. So we have heard similar descriptions about Tylee from Colby, about being spunky and strong, and we've seen her video clips of her, you know, when she says, my child, and she's pulling JJ in, she's, you know, a really protector. She was spunky. So that there's no problem in that statement. But I'm not so fond of the last two lines that Melanie says. The first line says, if you knew Tylee, she would probably be giving the biggest eye roll at all the drama unfolding in the media. Okay, while I didn't know Tylee, what I find incredibly disrespectful, in my opinion, is this line. She would probably be giving the biggest eye roll at all the drama unfolding in the media. Literally five people have died suspiciously. Three, we know, were pretty much murdered. And do you think that Tylee would be looking down and saying, oh my God, look at all the drama unfolding in the media. Meanwhile, she's dead at 16 years old and never made it to her 17th birthday, which was just a short few weeks away. Seriously at all the drama unfolding in the media. And we do see Melanie complaining about this the whole time in her interviews. She talks about how this is speculation and rumor. When all this speculation and rumor is done, we'll get to the truth. And it sounds like it from reading the statement that she still believes this all being speculation and rumor. Now, as for the drama unfolding in the media, in my opinion, Melanie, you should be thanking the media because without it, Tylee and JJ may have never been found. The links to all these deaths may have never been found either. And the people responsible may not have been held accountable and may have gotten away with it. Had it not been for Kay Woodcock calling in that welfare check, it may have never instigated an investigation. You remember Kay, the one who you pointed fingers at that she was the problem in this situation, just like Lori did, and whoever else was blaming Kay. And it was Kay who lived way over in Louisiana, however many hours away that is, making the phone call when you, Melanie, you lived right next door. Let's talk about that. We saw Kay and Larry in the media asking, where are the kids? Where are the children? Please tell us where the children are. In the media. And the media wasn't going to let it go until we found the children. We saw Colby Ryan create video after video pleading, where are my sister and brother? He says, please come forward, do the right thing. Where are they? in the media. He just wanted to figure this all out, pleading. He didn't even know that Lori and the kids moved to Rexburg, and yet you lived right next door. He's your cousin, right? So you're welcome, Melanie, for all the drama that has unfolded in the media. You're welcome. Now, 
That last sentence that also bothered me says, to anyone using this terrible situation to express their hate and blame on others, she would probably tell you off because she was the sassiest thing ever and wasn't afraid to say how she felt. She may have been the sassiest thing ever and not afraid of saying something, but ask yourself with what you know, Melanie, and how much you know, and how much you've been talking in circles over and over. Would she really tell everyone else off? Or would she tell the people that has betrayed her, killed her, and to those who knew about it, off? Marinate on that. We continue on. Tylee loved to have fun and didn't draw into drama, but would use it as a platform for her comedy. Boy, could she make others laugh. She went through a lot of hard things in her life and she didn't deserve what happened to her. No one does. I truly wish she could go on live television and tell her story rather than anyone else who has and will in the future. Just know the stakes are set high from that girl. Okay, let's talk about this line. I truly wish she could go on live television and tell her story rather than anyone else who has and will in the future. I think we all would love for her to tell her story and be alive to do it. And then we would know the entire truth. Who's lying, who's telling the truth, and who's hiding the truth. But this statement sounds one of two things. This statement sounds like Melanie's making excuses in her own mind or hasn't come to terms with those who were involved or something. One of the things that does pop in my mind and not sure whether to say it or not, but it really, really, really sounds the same and it's hard not to talk about it. Where she says, I wish she could go on live television and tell her story rather than anyone else who has and will in the future. This sounds to me like the same thing. I'm not saying Melanie has done anything, but the line is so reminiscent of Letitia Stoke on the camera saying, once Gannon comes home, he's going to say exactly what it is and everybody else is going to be sorry. And I'm sorry, for me, this is this sounds so much the same that it's really, I, I can't not say anything. So I'm not saying Melanie did anything, but I am saying that, man, this sounds a lot like the line that Letitia would use. And there's a few things in this uh, statement sounds Letitia-esque, but it's just words at this point. She goes on to say, I knew I could never measure up in that regard as we've all seen. I'm horrible on live television and I would rather not do it ever again or to have to talk publicly about the trauma my family has gone through yet you are talking publicly about this. I was always so impressed with Tylee's ability to express herself and communicate well. I wish she was here to clear up all the confusion for us. She would do it better than any of the rest of us could. Then she talks about JJ. JJ was a ball of energy and high spirits. He wanted to be on the move constantly, doing something active or going somewhere with his cousins or siblings. He loved my oldest son and he wanted to be with him morning, night, and day. He trusted Braxy and would walk hand in hand with him as we took Disneyland trips together, went to water parks, 
beaches, jungle gyms, anything to keep all the busy kiddos entertained. JJ bravely went on Guardians of the Galaxy, all because my son and I wanted to go on it and he didn't want to be left out on the action. JJ reached out to everyone with his love, but nothing was more special than his bond with his siblings, Tylee and Colby, who just adored him. Our family has been grieving with one thing after another. We've suffered many betrayals and it feels as if only the Savior could understand. But I know others know similar grief and I believe we go through these experiences to learn and be able to comfort others. Thank you for any who can find it in their hearts to withhold negative feelings and just exhibit love. While trying to mourn through this most devastating event our family will probably ever have to endure, the public continues to criticize and twist information. Others are trying to capitalize on this tragic event for their own gain. And all this distracts from these two precious babes. Some have and probably will continue to edit out truths to their own advantage for the story they want. Bottom line is that this is our family. You can speculate all you want, but no one has all the facts. Here's the speculation and rumor comment, right? Interesting her view is for people to capitalize on this tragic event. That speaks a lot about how she doesn't believe any of the truth in my opinion, and what's been made out to media. There could literally be an email and her saying this is all speculation, even though it was, this is a fact, and it, the fact is before, or a court do document. And we have all wanted to find the kids, everybody. I mean... Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I myself have done 40 videos to find the children. I think it's 40, maybe it's just under. And now it's to get justice. So it's just interesting how she views this and what her belief system is. And she's right, we don't have all the facts, but a lot is there. Well, a lot more is coming out. And I wish we did have all the facts. I wish we had all the facts way back when, before Charles was killed, before Ty Lee and JJ were killed before Tammy before Alex but we don't and people are after the truth Melanie truth she says clearly I don't have all the details we are all just doing the best we can without having knowledge or actual evidence to the contrary we chose to go with what we hoped and believed I couldn't go back and say anything different it was what I knew it was what I experienced this is a little bit is a jumbled paragraph in my opinion. I wish Peter Hyatt was here on this one. She says, while wanting to have every answer and all the missing puzzle pieces, I know the Lord knows all and he has a way of healing and making things right in his time. I'm grateful it is his job to judge, not ours. I cannot process this pain and hurt alone, so I have no choice but to give it to the Lord and say, take this. I can't possibly understand why things have happened or why people make the choices they do. Life will never be the same. No one can tell me how I feel, what I know, or what I believe. Only God and we know what we have individually experienced. We never know what other people are going through or the pains they've endured, so just be kind. 
So I do wonder in this whole statement if she actually had to send this to her lawyer first and have it reviewed because to filter it out because we've seen that she's had to filter out her interviews. She says, I believe that would make JJ and Tylee smile down from heaven. Let's love others like the Savior would and remember these two sweet angels forever. Let's do what Gannon would do, as Letitia would say. So her statement isn't all questionable. I do want to say that. She has some nice, loving things that she has said and being loving and being kind. So I do have mixed feelings about her. And I know a lot of you guys do too. I read your comments. Here she is. She's had quite the year, hasn't she? 2019 and now 2020. And she has spent a lot of time with Lori in 2019, who she regards Lori as almost a mother figure and being very close with her. But there is a pattern with her, and you know me in patterns. So here's the pattern I see with Melanie Pulowski. In 2019, she starts getting more and more into the beliefs of Chad and Lori, and they spend a lot of time together. Then, June 2019, Melanie asks for a divorce from Brandon to his surprise, much like the surprise of Charles at Lori's behavior. And Lori and Charles split after 13 years, Brandon and Melanie split after 11 years. Then, Charles dies, and then Brandon has an attempt made on his life. Thankfully, the bullet missed, and only by inches. Alex Cox has been Lori's protector and was now Melanie's protector. Alex killed Charles and he shot at Brandon. He also helped go to Utah with Melanie to try and find her kids at Brandon's parents' house. And he also helped her move. Lori moves to Rexburg and then Melanie moves to Rexburg. Lori doesn't tell anyone where she's moving and Melanie lies and says she's moving to Boise, Idaho. Lori gets married to Chad and then weeks later, Melanie gets married to Ian after 10 days of dating. Lori calls all of this speculation and rumor and Melanie numerous times used this, uses this saying of speculation and rumor. Lori doesn't question where the kids are and neither does Melanie. Lori acts the whole time with a smirk, as we all know, and that this is ridiculous. And in a lot of senses, so does Melanie. It's ridiculous. Lori has a plan. The media's ridiculous. People's speculation and rumor is not the truth. That's ridiculous. And she's made numerous remarks about this. So bottom line is Melanie looks up to Lori. It's clear. She makes excuses for Lori. She's angry at the media for what's coming out, all the drama that's unfolding. Yeah, it's not a drama. It's, it's not a movie. It's real life. And yes, there's drama. A lot of it. And there's a lot of people dead. Because five people are dead. People are lying and the truth needs to come out. And it's going to take the media, the news, Nate Eaton, Justin Lum, YouTube creators, it's going to take this and the authorities to bring this to light and bring it to truth. We are after the truth. I'm after the truth. We were all hoping for a different outcome. And now it's justice we're after. And those who were involved or are involved 
need to be questioned and need to be looked at. Now back to her statement in my observation. With Tylee, she talks about Tylee being spunky, but no mention of a memory or anything, just more that Tylee would be rolling her eyes at the media and about the speculation and rumor. Whereas with JJ, she brings up memories of him being at Disneyland and going on a ride, that kind of thing. But there's a difference. And the difference is Tylee was rated dark and JJ in the beginning was rated light. Charles and Brandon, both dark. Could that be a factor? Maybe so, maybe not. Let me know what you think about the statement and about this in the comments below. Be on the lookout for my next video on Melanie Gibbs' seven-page letter that she wrote, and we'll do a little deep dive on that. You can check out my playlist on this case. I will put it on the description below and in the pinned comments. And I do have some videos on patterns. That's my jam. I like to find patterns and expose them. And I'd probably be doing one giant pattern video, I think, or maybe a series. Let me know also what you think about that in the comments below. So let's have a chit chat. Let me know what you think about her statement. You can have a differing opinion, no problem, but please keep it classy in the comments below. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.